0: Caves and Corvettes, Bowling Green, Kentucky is the subject of episode 82 of The Family Vacationer and it starts right now.
1: Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, the (laughs) go-to podcast for families on the move.
0: Welcome friends, I'm Rob. And I'm Danny. And this is episode 82 of The Family Vacationer. Please do us a favor and tell your friends and family about the podcast. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Last week, we took a look at Nashville, Tennessee, a place that's near and dear to my heart. So please make sure and check out that episode for plenty of fun things to see and do and places to eat in Music City. Today, we move up north by about an hour from Nashville to the city of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Bowling Green is a university city. It's serving as home base for Western Kentucky University The city also offers historic neighborhoods, national museums, and many unique underground adventures. Also, the area was home to Duncan Hines, who is in actuality a real person that was born in Bowling Green in 1880. Southern Living recently voted Bowling Green as one of the South's best cities on the rise in 2022.
2: Joining us today to talk about Bowling Green is Nora Bryant. Nora's career has come full circle as she interned for the Bowling Green Area CVB in the spring of 2015. After graduation, she began her professional career working for the Lexington CVB. Her love for Kentucky tourism is really undeniable and she's really happy to bring her passion to Bowling Green and Warren County. A Henderson, Kentucky native, Nora graduated from Western Kentucky University with a degree in public relations and a minor in sales. Nora, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me on.
2: Yeah, we appreciate you being here with us. I want to start off by asking you, what makes Bowling Green a family travel destination?
1: Certainly. Well, there are many reasons, but I would say first and foremost, um, we are super easy to drive to, Mm. which is always very important when you're traveling with children. Sometimes it's hard to get on a plane with them, Um, but we're located within two thirds of the U.S. population. So not only is it easy to drive with your family, but it's also a a great meeting spot um, if your family lives away from you.
0: Awesome. Well, I have to ask you about the National Corvette Museum. That looks like a super fun place. I believe that I've stopped there, but it's been a long time. Can you talk about the activities that are there for for kids of all ages, parents of all ages?
1: Certainly. So the Corvette Museum is popular, I would say, amongst all generations. There's something for kids, parents, grandparents. Um, It was in the news a few years ago for the big sinkhole they had. I think a lot of people are familiar with that story.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But they do have exhibits dedicated just for kids. So um, it gives them an option to interact and really become hands-on with all things Corvette. And then obviously they have the exhibits that are catered to the adults, a little more reading, a little more detailed and very involved um, amongst the Corvette story. So the National Corvette Museum just launched, opened up their Hot Wheels exhibit. It'll go through the end of September, and it is definitely geared for children, but obviously Hot Wheels spans all generations. Not mm-hmm. only do the kids love them, but the parents grew up with them, and even the grandparents grew up with them.
2: Yeah. For sure. <laughs> That's true.
0: Now, isn't, isn't don't they have close by, isn't there like a go-kart track and some other stuff like that?
1: There is, so just right down the road is the motorsports Park. Okay, so you can that's it. Take, yeah, you can um take a lot of fun in the high-speed karting is what they call it, uh, and that is for the whole family. And it's just right down the road. You can make a day of it, go to the museum, and then go, go karting.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good day to me. So yeah. in, in ultimate making lemonade out of lemons, so the sinkhole, that's part of the, the museum now, right?
1: it is i That's say that awesome. exhibit yeah i say that exhibit does a great job of marrying corvettes with cave country so bowling green is known for two big draws it's our corvettes and our caves right um and so they have a great exhibit that goes through kind of what happened with the sinkhole um and then you can actually still see it there's a part of it they left open you can't oh actually go down in it but there's like plexiglass over it and you can look down and see how deep the hole is
0: that's crazy cool. how, how far down did it go do you know
1: i think they said 30 feet don't quote me but it's yeah it's really big
2: crazy hmm. well i would ask you about mammoth cave national park it looks like a really cool place can you talk about all the things that people can do in that area there
1: oh yes gosh um it is just a great place for the outdoor enthusiasts Um, and then if you're not really into outdoors there's a lot for you to do as well they have a huge list of different tours you can take inside of the cave whether you're a cave expert or you're not Uh, there's definitely something for everyone you can go hiking um, all things outdoors. what what i call mammoth cave it's not just for the cave seekers
0: awesome so as i was research in Bowling Green, my family, we're a theme park family. So I ran across Beach Bend and Splash Lagoon. For our folks, that looks like a lot of fun. Can you talk about, you know, all the attractions there?
1: Yes. Beach Bend is so treasured, I would say, in this part of this day. I hear I hear stories about about Beach Bend from my, my parents and grandparents as well. Uh, but don't worry, they've updated it since then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly the perfect amusement park for families. It's smaller, more affordable than ones you may be looking at currently with your family. Right. Um, The lines are not as long, but you still have all the amenities of an amusement park. So all the rides, the water park, the zero entry pools, the wave pool, Mm. the lazy river. Um, The Kentucky Rumbler is definitely a must along with the bluegrass breeze. You kind of get the theme of the names of the rides but
0: it's
1: so much fun um, and it's perfect for the family
0: yeah Lazy River the older I get the more fun that is I get made fun of in my family for liking the Lazy River but I can do that all day
1: I know I say like the moms need to send their kids with the dads and the moms (laughs) You know, floats yeah, floats in the lazy river. That's that's my kind of vacation.
0: Now, funny, I was thinking the opposite, but that's that's okay. We, you know, that's <laughs> <Right>? okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Usually,
2: Rob, it, that's Rob at the beach. He's gonna put his float out, and that's the last you're gonna see of him. I don't even
0: need <laughs> a float in the ocean. I'll just I'll just stay in the ocean all day, just float myself, body float. So.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, what are some of the events that take place in the city every year?
1: So we are definitely known for our auto and motorsport event. Mm -hmm. Most people think of Bowling Green um, as the Corvette City, but we really accept all auto and motorsports events. So we have 14 major ones just this year. Uh, That does not count numerous other ones, but we have been dubbed the Hot Rod City. So yes, anything from Tri-Fives to T-Buckets to Camaros um anything you can think of we probably hold an event for it Uh, most of them are open to the public and spectators can buy tickets you can always check it out on our website at visitbgky.com or beach bend raceway they are a big um venue for these events so you can always check out their site as well Um, those are our biggest events and then we have uh, we are actually a large resettlement city for immigrants and refugees. So we have a fantastic international festival in September every year.
0: Oh cool. That's cool. And we,
1: yeah, we also host um a harvest festival in October that the city puts on. It's kind of taken over downtown. It's grown a lot and that's always a good one with families.
0: Okay, I have to ask you, what is a tea bucket? I'm not What is that?
1: It's the model T Ford. Oh. So if you wow. saw it, yeah. If you saw the car, you'd be like, Oh, I totally know what that is. But they they're called T Bucket.
0: Oh, that's hmm. cool. Okay. Hey, learn something new every day. Which we also yeah, I was telling talking to Dan offline before we started, I didn't realize Duncan Hines is actually from Bowling Green. <laughs> I didn't know he that is. I didn't know he was an actual person for one, but that two, he was from Dun- yeah. from uh, Bowling Green.
1: Most people don't know. So we call him the man behind the cake mix, more so the name behind the cake mix. So he was not really known for his cakes, but I consider him like one of the first foodie gods. Um, He was definitely ahead of his time. He would go around and review restaurants. Yeah. Uh, He was a chef. And so they do have an exhibit at the Kentucky Museum all on Duncan Hines. Uh, it is coming down next year. So if you want to go see that, now is your now is your chance.
0: We may have to do that, Dan. Put
2: that yeah. on my list. <laughs> that would be really cool. Well,
0: and, and looking for family lodging in the area, I found the Kentucky Grand Hotel. That looks like a really interesting place. Can you talk about that hotel and maybe some of the other family-friendly uh, hotels and resort-type places in the area?
1: Yes, I love the Kentucky Grand because it is one if not the only boutique property we have in Bowling Green, so if you are looking to book that, I would book it far in advance because they don't have a lot of rooms since it is a boutique property. But it's gorgeous. It's within walking distance of everything downtown. It has a restaurant attached to it, so it's a great, great place to stay. Um, our most popular, I would, corridor of hotels. Uh, would be Exit 22 off of I-65. That is the largest concentration of hotels. And that's where you'll see most of your familiar chains right. that are very accommodating to families, people are familiar with. Uh, and they're, they are all located within a great distance of our attractions.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I had somebody ask me one time, "What is what do you consider family-friendly? Fr- and I'm like, well, does it have an indoor pool? That's really all I need. Like, give me that and I'm okay.
1: Right. and mm-hmm. Just throw the kids in there. Exactly. Or some pizza, let them swim, run off all that energy <laughs> if they have any left. Right. And then, well.
2: So, our listeners know <laughs> that Rob and I are never going to pass up an opportunity to talk about the local food scene. So, I want to ask you about restaurants in town that families just have to try when they visit. And we also want to ask you about Pie Queen and Bowling Green in a minute and also what Kentucky pie tastes like. Yeah, we've got so, to know that one. That That's yeah, urgent. throwing all this at you at once.
1: Oh, yeah. So re- restaurants are always a hot topic, right? <laughs> Anytime we're traveling, we want the local food scene. Yes. Um, so I would say there's a restaurant owner here who has five restaurants. They're all very different from each other. Um, if you're looking for a casual spot with your family, I would check out Burger and Bowl. It's really good, Um, and the same owner has uh, also a more fine dining restaurant. If y'all are looking, if you have older kids and are looking to um, looking for upscale food, I guess uh, I would check out the Bistro. Okay. And then there's also Montana Grill. is kind of the in between. You know, it's not casual, it's not fine dining, but it is the perfect place for a family.
2: Okay, so what what is the uh, Pie Queen of Bowling Green? (laughs) And, oh, and what, oh. what about the Kentucky pie thing?
1: <laughs> Everybody wants to know about the pie queen. So she <laughs> is located out of her store in Alvaton, which is out in the county. Um, Boyce General store is her home. But she also has what she calls the pie wagon, which she takes to different events. Uh, and she cooks up all kinds of Goodness, but if you're coming to town, <laughs> I would just follow her pages to find out where her wagon is, mm-hmm. or you can actually go to Boyce General's store on a Saturday morning for breakfast. Um, and she has goodies for sale there as well. And then Sweet. Kentucky Pie. So if you've never had Kentucky Pie, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> uh oh, sounds good already.
1: It is so good. Um, so there's a famous pie I'm sure you've heard about, which is derby pie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which comes out of Louisville.
0: I have not heard. Okay. So, so you got to educate me on that too. So what is derby pie? Oh
1: my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> <derby> pie. <laughs> the thing about derby pie is it is actually trademarked. So no one can make a pie like it and name it derby pie. Hence hmm. why you find pies that are called like Kentucky pie or They'll even call. It, they'll name it after their city, but typically it just has a lot of chocolate chips, mm-hmm. bourbon, usually. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, pecans, just the ooey gooey goodness of pie. Hmm. Um, the chocolate chips, I think, are what makes it, but and pecans.
0: Uh, and maybe how much know. bourbon they put in it. I, I don't know. but Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there it is.
1: Which may be family friendly or not family right, friendly. Right.
0: right. So Kentucky pie, is it... Now, was that Derby pie or was that Kentucky pie? See, I'm getting my pies confused now.
1: <laughs> okay. So, yes, that's where I get confused as well because when most people are saying that they're creating a Kentucky pie, it's very, very similar to the Derby Pie. Oh. They just can't mm. name it Derby Pie okay. because of the trademark.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So if you're going okay. to the pie wagon of the Pie yes. Queen of Bowling Green, like how many different types of pies are we I, – I, I'm intrigued. How many different types of pies are we talking?
1: Uh, well, she always has different ones, so it really just depends on what she's made that week. Um you would have to ask her for a full list. She's very talented. She can probably make anything.
0: Man. Um, oh, yeah.
1: But her peanut butter chocolate pie is
0: probably
2: oh, no.
1: my favorite. This, I don't know if it's, if it's called that, but you'll see it. That yeah. It has peanut butter and chocolate in it.
2: Yeah, I can eat dirt with peanut butter on yeah, it. It's, yeah, for real. Yeah.
0: yeah, she seems like somebody that we need to know, Dan. I know. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and she has these mini pies, too. Oh. That you don't feel as bad for eating, but then you like end up eating three. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, several, several
0: mini pies probably equal a large pie. So
2: I uh, see. I'm looking at her on Facebook right now, and when you say these mini pies, I'm talking like maybe three, four inch round.
1: Yeah, those are the ones that you can eat, like, three and you don't really feel as
2: bad. That's what I'm saying. I, I could just sample the whole wagon, probably. Ooh. Wow, this Ooh. looks really good. She
0: should have a pie flight, right? You don't know? Yeah.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Of all the different, the yeah.
2: man. That's we, the thing now, flight.
0: Yeah, we should talk to her. All right, well, <laughs> Nora, we like to wind up every episode by asking... Our guests, what what are your favorite spots in Bowling Green? Like when you have people coming in, family and friends, where do you take them in Bowling Green?
1: Certainly. So obviously the National Corvette Museum is my number one if they haven't been. Right. If they have, um, Lost River Cave is what I call a hidden gem. So when people think of our area, they always think of Mammoth Cave, which is wonderful, um, but it's not in Bowling Green. Lost River Cave is smack dab in the middle of the city. You would have no idea when you take that tour that you are actually under a main busy intersection in Bowling Green. It is the only underground boat tour in Bowling Green. uh, And it it is awesome. It is one of my favorites.
0: Cool. So when you're under there, can you hear like the hustle and bustle, the cars moving above your head kind of thing?
1: I am... Taken the tour three times now, and either I'm not focusing on it, or you can't notice it.
0: That's interesting. I'm okay, sure,
1: yet, but yes, you uh-huh. you kind of forget to even think about it because you're in a cave.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have one restaurant to take your family or friends to that are visiting. Where do you go?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That yep. The hardest question. <laughs>
2: If like no. me, I can't nail anything down to a favorite because I like too much.
1: Yeah, can I say two? I'll
2: give you two. That two is fine.
1: Hickory and oak, or Anna's Greek restaurant would H- be.
0: Hickory and oak is that barbecue?
1: N- no, it's not barbecue. Really? It is. Yeah, they well they ha- they could have specials. So they run a ton of specials. So they may have like a barbecue special one night, Um but. No, they don't have it regularly on their menu, but it is a fine dining spot. Right. Um, they do a lot of shareables. They have some really cool cocktails. Um, it's a really fun place. And then Anna's Greek Restaurant is what it says it is in the title, but it's in an old restored um, church. So it's really, really pretty. It's great atmosphere.
0: Awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, for more information on visiting Bowling Green, consult your travel agent and go to visitbgky.com. Nora, thank you so much for your
2: time. Yes, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. Hey, everyone. If you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified
0: travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at Get started planning your vacation today.
2: Well, that does it for this week's show. Be sure to join us next week. We have a really great episode coming out. We'll be talking about Bailey's Harbor, Wisconsin. We'll see you next time, friends.
1: Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.